Hello and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.iamwomanproject.com.au. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favourite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Am Woman Project and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. We have a very special guest for you today, Janine Ellis, one very inspiring woman, very down to earth, accomplished business leader and entrepreneur, all this with four children, founder and managing director of Boost Juice, which started out in 2000 from a kitchen table in the suburbs of Melbourne. Now over 400 stores in 12 countries with four successful brands and over 30 million happy customers. Janine has won many awards. Just to name a few, Telstra Businesswoman of the Year in 2004, included in the top 100 most admired women in Australia in 2013, made the woman's honours role in 2007. Janine Ellis is now a star on bringing countless skills, expertise and knowledge to the new show, Shark Tank. So Janine, thank you so very much for coming on the show today. No, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And I understand how uh, time is a vessel for you, a very busy woman. I think aren't we all busy? I think everyone's busy. They just got busy with different things. Oh, I don't know. I had a look at, at some of your quick facts before and having a look at what you do for successful businesses, for children. I actually don't know how you do it. It's amazing. How do you find the time? Look, you just do. Um, I think, you know, you get up in the morning, you do what you need to do for that day and the kids get off and then you get to work and you do what you need to go do to work and you get home and then you keep working. You just, you just do it. But I love it all. I love hanging out with my children. I love my work. I love, you know, I, I love everything I do. So it's not a chore. No, you must be very good with time management. That's for sure. Yeah, my diary is a very important part of, of um, keeping me sane. Yeah. Okay. So what's the best part of your job? I think my best part of my job is seeing what something, seeing something that comes from an idea into a reality. I think that's the most exciting part. You're sitting around a, a room and going, okay, we think we need to do this or research has told us this or a customer wants this and then you take the steps into making it a reality. That's, um, that's pretty cool. Is that something that's always been innate within you? Is that something that you've always had a vision and just made it come to reality? No, I don't think so. I'm I'm very much a um, a much older entrepreneur than most people. I you know my whole vision when I was a young girl was just to travel the world and have an adventure, you know. And uh, at 21, I put a backpack on my back and off I went and came back seven years later. So, you know, it was that was sort of my vision and my dream. It was it was probably when I sort of came quite well hit 30, where uh, you know my next part of my adventure came to life. 
And what an adventure. So with the benefits of hindsight, what would you have done differently? With the benefits of hindsight, I would say I would do absolutely nothing differently. And the reason, and that doesn't mean that I haven't made horrific mistakes and haven't enjoyed the some parts of the journey and haven't wished that I knew more than I did. But the reality is we are a sum of all the parts that we do in life. And without the hard times or without the challenges or without the things you've done wrong and you've learned how to do them right, you couldn't be the business you are nor could you be the person you are today. So true, absolutely. I think it's very important to have have those experiences. I always say there's there's no such thing as failure, it's only feedback. That's right. No, that's absolutely right. So what's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Oh, dear. Look, there's lots of advice advice you're given along the journey I think um you know Jeff you know on the business side of things you know Jeff Jeff Harris came in early and and, uh, said one of the challenges of getting a bigger business is to keep that culture of the small the small heart and so one of the things we did in the business is as we continue to grow we keep breaking the business in divisions or departments or areas so we still maintain that great culture that we've got here uh, so I think, and, and also to manage profit, I mean, you know, you know, at the end of the day, it's great to have a great business, but you're not in business very long if you're not making any money. So, you know, it also enables people to be accountable and also to teach them how to run a business within a business. So that was that was something that we very much took on board and made it part of our ethos in, in business. Um, the other thing, look, you know, it's really hard because, you know, there's things on your personal level and, and there's things on the business level on a personal level you know you you do there's a period in your life where you have to give everything to the business to make a reality and and things suffer you know (laughs) your your family can suffer your your relationship can suffer your your whole mental health and mental being can suffer through the journey but you know what it's it's like I see it like climbing a big mountain you know on the mountain halfway through you're looking at it going this is just too hard it's just too hard to get to the top it's you know it's I'm I'm sore my nails are falling off I don't want to play anymore and then the next day it's beautiful and sunny and you see a bird or you see something amazing you think you're having the best time of your life you know business and life is is the same you know it's a it's a long journey and without the real tough times how on earth can you enjoy the the good times absolutely and I I think that's you know I'll be speaking for for most of us women or mothers I should say we do find that struggle between having that fine balance between being the partner, being the mother, and also then having a business. It's hard to balance. And I think they have to, um, they're all one, really. If you make it as part of your life, it's not so, I find so stressful, rather than trying to actually separate them, if that makes sense. Well, it's, it's very hard. When it's your own business, very hard to separate. I mean, like even to this day, you know, um, 17 years on, my children come to our Boost Conference. I have a toy box in my office and I always have. You know, I've, uh, you know, when I travel, you know, I many times my children have been in negotiating rooms. You know, it is, you know, and look, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you're trying to do a deal and you're trying to make a phone call and do an important, important conversation and you've got a baby crying in the background. You're trying to balance that and then you're there and then there's times when things fall through the grap the cracks and there's times when you take your children to school with the wrong uniform again you know and you know that's you know I've I'm well you know what the greatest thing about getting older is I'm well past any guilt you know I look at my kids and and I think that they're amazing great kids and you know and I think that I must have done something right I've done a lot wrong but I must have done something right 
That's great. And I think, you know, just you use the word guilt. And I think that's one of the things that we quite often experience is that guilt, you know, running a business and working really hard, but then also feeling guilty about not spending that time with your children. And, And it's not always, I guess, we're not always in that right um, kind of uh, environment where we can bring our children. And I think you're blessed that you were able to do that for you. That's, I think that's fantastic. But I think if, if, I, if, if I was a woman listening to this who's starting my business and would, is guilty that they've put their child in daycare or guilty that they've done something, I'd say stop it. Stop being guilty. Like it's, you know what, if you cannot become the, the mother that always brings the plate you know, that's okay. If you're not the one that, you know, if you do a few things wrong, that's okay. But at the end of the day, if you're working, you love what you do and you're creating something that you love, you're going to be a better parent, you're going to be a better wife and you're going to be a better to yourself because you are fulfilling what you want. You know, so it's not about guilt. You're actually better because you're doing something you love. That is so true. I truly believe that. That's great. Okay, so what's the greatest lesson that you've have learned thus far? I think the greatest lesson is that you don't kick it, you don't beat yourself up about the mistakes that you do because without the mistakes you can't grow. Uh, so the biggest lesson is that in, you know have a pity party when there are big mistakes because the mistakes in business always cost money, and then you 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 pick yourself back up and then you go and find the solution to it. Also, stay at the problem until you solve it. You know Einstein. He wasn't the smartest man on the planet. He just stayed at problems longer. You know, stay at the problem. Don't give in. You know, sometimes you have to be all in to make a success. Sometimes there is no other option but to succeed. And if that's the case, then, you know, you will stay at it long enough to solve it. So when when do you think would be the right time, just for our listeners, for those people that are constantly, and I know some people that I've worked with are constantly pushing and pushing and they're five years in into their business and they're still not where they would like to be. When's the right time to let go? Look, it's there, there's not one answer to that because every business is so unique and, and there's different challenges. You know, if you if you're on the video, in your, if you're in the video business, it's time to let go. It's over. It's dead, right? Um, but you know, if it, it might be you know the wrong timing, it might be something that you need to. You might be going the wrong direction. You've nearly got the right direction, but not quite right. Maybe you you're thinking you're doing it part time and you're not giving it the time it needs. You know, it may not be a simple answer of you know, throw the towel in because it's you know it's over. Um, you know, it's it is too broad a question because every single business is so unique and the challenges are so unique with every business that you need to you need to look at it on a case-by-case basis yeah I, I agree with that and I think that sometimes you know I have those conversations but oh but in my gut I know I'm going to be successful so they keep working at it and keep working at it and I remember um, I think Napoleon Hill actually once mentioned that you know sometimes you could be like three steps away from gold yes Yes, and you don't know when that gold is. That's it. That's it. So that's that whole thing. Like, when is the right time? And it, it is. A, it is a difficult question to answer. Absolutely. So, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, that it's okay to make mistakes. That that enjoy the journey as much as the results. Uh, because quite often when we're in business, we're so busy achieving and, and solving problems and putting out fires that we never stop to actually celebrate the milestones. So I think stop and smell the roses sometimes and don't just, you know, manic about the next problem. I'd tell my younger self that um, uh, it's you, you won't look stupid, don't, don't care what people think. If, you know, if you want a question, ask it. 
you know, because in actual fact, uh, by every time you ask a question, you're learning a bit more and that's one question you don't need to ask in the future. Um, I'd tell my young, young self to, um, to, to not feel guilty that that your your kids will be fine and it's not about how much time you spend in the kids school canteen or the fact that you never bake cake all right i've never baked a cake at the school you know because i think part of the school is as this part of the guilt's come from um you know all the emails which you love and they're fantastic from the other mothers at the school but you know being a working mother you can't contribute or if you do try and contribute, you end up, you know, end up being in more of a pickle and have less time for anything else. So it's, you know, I would tell my younger self to prioritize. You know, it's if the house isn't exactly spotless, that's okay. You know, what's more important? Take your daughter to the park or take, you know, take your dogs for a walk and have a chat with your son is more important than making sure that the dishwasher is empty. Um, and enjoy it. Absolutely. I truly, I truly believe that too. I, I, for many years, I used to always think that I had to uh, do everything. And now I outsource even my cleaning without feeling guilty. And I think that's really important because it gives me time with my family. Yeah, it's interesting now though, I look at my sons and and my sons are 24, 18 and 17. And I look at the women that they're choosing as their partner and they're choosing the women that are um, that are motivated, and they're not choosing the home the homely one. And it's nothing nothing wrong with either partner, but it's interesting they've they've seen, and that also gives me a little bit of hope that they've they've enjoyed the journey with me because they want a woman that works and is their equal, not someone that they work and they stay home and look after the kids and only do only do that role. And as I said, there's not nothing wrong with either path but it's interesting seeing where the, the, the boys are and I remember um, talking to this woman who was saying about you know having instilling uh, instilling uh, what's the word uh, instilling um, systems or or I can't find the word anyway instilling system into the in the into the into the society where women there is ratios or quotas of women in boards and women on 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 um, in CEO roles and I was against this I said well this is ridiculous because it should be the best woman for the job or best person for the job whether that female or male and what she said was interesting I never thought of it like this before but she said if we become as a society that it is the norm for the relationship of man and woman to be equal uh, in every way in, in rearing children in work in everything then the next generation will see it as normal as well and I never really thought about it that until I was watching my children bring home the various girlfriends that they've got, that they are sort of, that that is their normal. Absolutely. I remember my mother said to me that I have a son too, he's 21, and my mother said that, um, and it could be just the French uh, tale, I'm not too sure because we're from France, but she said that your son, and her mother used to say that your your children will always attract off the opposite. So, for example, your, your sons will attract a partner that is similar to the mother and yes. vice versa. And mind you, they'd be horrified to think that. <laughs> oh, I know. I wouldn't dare say that. But we're just having, just listening to what you're saying, obviously, and looking at uh, what you've created for yourself. It's, it sounds very much they're going for somebody that's very much like you. Yeah, so it's interesting when you see that, actually, when you see that mirror. Hmm, absolutely. So, Janine, what keeps you up at night? 
Oh, look, it's 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 never um, not these days. It's not business. It's it look most thing that keeps you up at night is is making sure your family's happy and safe. You know, I'm at the age where my, I've got a 24, 18, and 17 year old. The thing that keeps me up at uh, up at night is wondering where the hell they are and are they actually at where they told me they were. <laughs> yes, I and can look, relate it, to that. At the end of the day, you know, you you know you. No matter what success you have, if you're not happy in your home, then nothing really matters. And and you know you do get you know you do get frightened of you know the ice epidemic that's happening and and you know the 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 coward punches that happen in the street and and the and some of the things that happens. And you know the reality is the reason that you and I are talking is because we weren't smarter, we weren't wiser, we weren't we did stupid things, but we were lucky. And we just hope that our kids are as lucky as we are because. Seriously, some of the things that I did, thank God Facebook wasn't around because I can deny it. <laughs> you know, it, it is a, um, yeah, so the thing that keeps me up at night is just making sure my kids are safe, really. And I have to agree with you. I'm, I'm the same. It's it's one of those things, you know, and I used to sit there or wither in bed for, um, you know, waiting for, uh, you know, my son to come home. And I used to say, say to myself, you know what, if I can't control what's going on, I shouldn't worry about it. And it's to help me just go to sleep, just let go of the worry. Yes, and you do have to process it. As you you go from the parent that uh, controls everything they do to a parent that doesn't control anything they do, it is a, it's a mental shift for us. You, know, you have to go, actually, can I follow them around? No, well, I can. It would just be weird. So no. Um, so at some point you've got to go, well, I've put all of this you know, foundation down. It's up to them to make good choices. doesn't mean just don't worry. <laughs> No, I know, I know. And it is, it is a mat, you have to have faith and trust that, you know, and it is true, like very much what we are uncon- unconsciously, we are a product of our parents in some way, shape or form. And very much we were um, uh, conditioned that way right from the time we were born right up till now. So I think that, you know, our values are in, in, imparted onto our children and I think that if you've got good morals and good values, they will too and they will be safe. Yes, sometimes you don't think that when you, with some of their choices. But then again, I think what happens when we get older, we forget what we were like. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, it's 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 for us to sort of stand back and allow them to, my son this says this to me all the time, you tell me, mum, that I have to make my own mistakes, that I have to learn myself. Mm. So let it go. That's true. Mm, very true. So what drives you or or, um, or who inspires you? Look, many people inspire me. Inspiration comes from all sorts of, of um, forms, whether it's your own children, whether it's something you read, someone you meet, something someone says, something someone's created. I think inspiration comes every day in, in all sorts of forms. Um, what drives me my, the, What drives me is that um, I love what I do. I, I get great satisfaction and mental stimulation with business. I, um, I get great joy at, a see, at, a, at a helping other business people to create something extraordinary and something special. I, um, I, you know, at the age that I'm at now, which I'm heading to 50 this year, you know, you're, you're sort of in a different space and a different mindset of of where you are. You know, you were the the warrior woman who was battling that those demons to achieve your goals. Now you sort of you sort of got your hill and you've conquered your hill, and you're now sort of sitting there and hopefully guiding some of the younger people so they can conquer their hills. Um, so that's probably what drives me now. I have to say, you look amazing for 50, absolutely <laughs> amazing. And even the fact that you've had four children, you just look amazing. It's yoga. <laughs> yoga, that's amazing. And all healthy juices as well. 
It is. Look, it is. And I, look, I'm not a, um, I think people sometimes go, oh, you're a vegetarian. And, you know, I, I have a, I think have a fairly normal diet, but, you know, I would not go a day without a juice or a smoothie and I would not go a day without some sort of um, yoga activity. Um, and for, and it has, it has stripped years off me, um, mainly because it's, it's health and vitality. That's amazing. So you do yoga every day as well as being an entrepreneur, a mum and a partner. Uh, yeah, well, I would probably say uh, apparently, thank God for moon days. We don't do yoga on a moon day or a yes. new moon, thank goodness, because then I go, yes, it's a day off. Um, and I probably, other than that, I would do it probably six days a week. I would stand on my mat. That's amazing. You're so inspiring. It's amazing. Oh, <laughs> look, it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's probably not, it's addictive. You know, I, I love how I feel and I love the strength and vitality it gives me. So it's like, it's, it can be a bit like a drug. I find that for whatever reason, if life gets in the way and I don't do my yoga or I don't have my healthy food, then I yearn it because you, you tune your body to be healthy. So it demands healthy. Wow. It's amazing. Wish I had your willpower. Power, that's for sure. Ah, uh, it's not. It's not always there. <laughs> yeah. So, who has been your greatest influence thus far? I would say it's my husband. I would say that um, you know one of the advice I give young people and, and my kids is that you know choose your partner really well because you know I've come across people in my journey who have got great ideas but they haven't got the support of their partner so they can't really go anywhere they can't invest they can't you know do the all in you know I'm I'm lucky that not only have I got the support of my partner I've got his hand smack in the middle of my back pushing me forward to achieve what I didn't even think I could achieve um, so sometimes the faith he's had in me which is well beyond Beyond any faith I've ever had in myself, um, so you know, and it's so he's probably been my biggest, my biggest person has has who has inspired me. That's fantastic, perfect answer. I agree. I think that if you don't have a supportive hu a husband or a partner, it makes it really hard to to run a business, run a family. It, it's it is important to have the right um, the right support. Absolutely. I mean, imagine coming home. If I had a husband that sort of expected me to be the cook, cleaner, and and the the and everything else, and I come home after a big day, and he's just sitting there waiting for his dinner. I mean, it would be an it would it would be a nightmare. Instead of a man that's there, that's you know, how can I help and what can I do, and and we don't think that it's my job to do this and it's his job to do that. We just mind you, he doesn't know where the laundry is, and I don't take the garbage out. But other than that, we pretty much do everything. That's great. So if you had to pick one word that describes your personal brand, what would that be? Uh, well, it's probably two words uh, and it's love life. It's on the, it's on the back of um, uh, my personal brand or my business brand? Your personal brand, you. Like one <laughs> word that would describe you. I think it's um, living. I think um, I, I look, I, we've got an end date and, you know, and, you know, who knows what's beyond that. And I think I just like to live. I love my life. I love that, you know, I, I, you love life and life will love you right back. And I live that, you know. And, um, you know, there's, of course, there's days where you have, you know, your, your, your pity party days and your days that you have great days. But, you know, I genuinely love my life. Oh, yeah, perfect. So when you were saying loving your life, and I know that you used to travel quite a fair bit when you were younger do you still do a lot of travel 
Look, I, I married a, um, a, a man who it, it's like moving, at, moving him out of quick seats, quick, quicksand. He hates travelling. So all the travelling we do, I'm sort of the, the instigator of and the driver of it. But if he never travels again, he'd be happy, happy as, a, as, a, as a pig in, in mud. Um, uh, but, you know, the, yeah, we, we have a, um, you know, I've, luckily I've got lots of children because I take them with me or I'll take him with me or I'll take a girlfriend. So, you know, so look, I still love travel. Um, I still love to go visiting great places and, and interesting and seeing interesting things. And, you know, but I haven't certainly got a husband that goes, right, let's go here. Let's have an adventure. I've got a, um, <laughs> I've got one that loves to be home. So what would be your favourite place in the world? What was one of those places, those moments where you thought, oh, this is heaven? Do you know what? The, the, the thing that really, and we say it all the time, there's two places where I stand and go, this is heaven. And one is Noosa. Um, you know, you sit on the beach, particularly when there's no one around and you're seeing the sun come up and you're seeing the rolling hills in the distance and you go... I've been and I look I worked on a yacht I've seen beaches you know I've been to the Caribbean I've been to the Mediterranean I've been to Greece I've been to, you know I've been everywhere man um and there is no better than 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 Noosa and those walks in the national park and those those that area and there's also no better than the Great Ocean Road you know you sit down you see the cliff faces and the beautiful water and the sand and the rolling hills in the distance it's just go it's it doesn't get any better you know you go to Europe and someone goes oh you've got to go but this beach is beautiful. You turn up and you go, that is not a beach. <laughs> that is not a beach. You need to come to Australia and we'll show you beaches. Um, so, look, and I must admit, I, I do, I can't think of anything better than having sand between my toes. So, I'm, I'm very much of a beach babe. Um, but, you know, look, but, you know, there's, you know, you see beauty in everything. You know, I love going to New York. I thought that had a great energy. I thought, you know, Paris was spectacular. Lismore was amazing. You know, there's some great places we've been, you know, going to South Africa is just the ruggedness of the wild there is amazing, you know. So, you know, everything, every place you go and everywhere you go, you can see, you know, greatness, yeah, I believe that too. And I think too, it's your state of mind. If you, I mean, you sound like you're, it's all about life. And like you said, life and love. And I think it doesn't matter where you are. You're, it's what you make of it. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So just to wrap up now, we have one more question. What would be three golden nuggets that you would like to give to our listeners? Three golden nuggets. I think the first one is what I said before is love life and life will love you right back. I think if you look at life as a positive instead of a negative, you'll find that positive positivity comes. I think the second thing I would do is choose your partner well. And you know what, if you're in a relationship which is is not actually supportive or if you're in a relationship that doesn't make you the best you could possibly be, then get out of it and get into another relationship because the purpose of your partner is to make you the best you can be but also for you to make him the best he can be. And I think the final thing is, you know, it's all very well to, you know, to, to work our butts off and there's a period in our life that we have to give everything to our businesses to make it work. But you don't want to get to, you know, 50 or old because you haven't looked after yourself that your body breaks down. So I think that, you know, take the time to to really look after this one vehicle that we have because we don't get a second chance to get another vehicle. That's so true. Absolutely. I love those three. And I, I just love the whole love life and life will love you back. I just love that because it's so true. I think that, you know, I always say perception is projection. So what you perceive your will to be 
you'll actually project that into your reality. Agree. Mm, it's a good quote. That should be your quote and uh, your neighbour side. Love life and life will love you back. No, Perfect exactly. quote. <laughs> That's yours, Janine. Janine, I can't thank you enough for your time and you're just an amazing, inspiring woman to speak with and just so natural. So easygoing and so down to earth, and that's what makes you who you are. No, thank you. No, thank you for having me. And I, you know, hopefully, um, if anyone's listening to this, or with all the people that listen to this, they can um, they can take some um, some nuggets. Absolutely. So for our listeners, where can they find you? Because I know you've got lots. I mean, you've got the full businesses, but you've also have a book as well. Yep. Do you want so to tell us a little a... bit about your book? Sure, it's called The Juicy Bits. Um, there's another one coming out. We're just um, updating it now uh, called The Accidental Entrepreneur. Um, that's coming out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, which is Janine Boost. Um, Instagram, I'm there somewhere. I think if you just Google you know, Google Instagram, it'll come up. So there's a number of ways if people want to follow my journey. I've got a blog, which is janineallis.com.au, which um, certainly when I'm doing Shark Tank, I certainly um, comment a lot on various businesses and there's, there's a hell of a lot of lessons in those, in those blogs. Um, so if you want to sort of have a certain topic you want to understand, um, certainly the blog is a great resource. Um, yeah, so they're sort of the main areas. Thank you so much once again and um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. That brings us to the end of the show. If you have any questions, please send us an email to jennifer at iamwomanproject.com.au or Twitter at iamwomanproject and we will get right back to you. If you were listening to this podcast on iTunes, please make sure you leave a review or rating about the show. We would love to hear your thoughts. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, please take care.